0: this week's episode is going to be a little bit different and the audio you're hearing now is not the audio that's in the episode. So I recorded this actually on my actual birthday about a little over a week ago and I really wanted to make this more of a reflective, give you instead of just like lessons learned, just like two big themes that I noticed for myself for showing up this year for both business and life and that I see for my clients too that just needs to be said so I hope you look forward to it but I will say I wanted to keep this really raw and unfiltered so if there's any minimal dead air space or a lot of filler words here and there feel free to put me on 1.25 speed or something but I think the core message of what's in here is so important but I will let you know I was driving in a car during this so the audio might not be it's normal greatness but the value of the lessons and nuggets that are in there is worth a listen so i'll see you in there welcome to the online presence podcast where we bring you mind-blowing and heart-opening insights to help you sell more of your life changing offers with ease i'm your host danielle clem a sales funnel and message energetic strategist and for those curious a one the generator living in sunny california I help life-first personal brand entrepreneurs who are tired of putting their life last on the path to growth to make sure to help you to design high-converting marketing around your life and not the other way around. Together, we'll dive into the deep world of compelling funnels and messaging that moves people like poetry. Join me as we explore everything that an online presence covers, from new sales copy angles to nervous system regulation during scaling to even the horror stories between balancing work and travel. To even tarot cards, we cover it all, and the best part, we'll do it together. As it's my mission to help convert your next a hundred lifetime buyers. So tune in, take notes, and let's elevate your online presence to the next level. We are doing card chats for the next couple weeks because one of the things that I noticed is that. My best ideas are never in front of a screen. They come from driving, walking, and instead of trying to hold out and wait until I have quote-unquote better audio, why not practice the imperfection of life and do this type of content? It was really bad. do to DM me, but I think this should be feeling kind of like a voicemail to your soul. So I wanted to do this audio because today, actually today is my birthday. I'm driving up to go do a spa day, and I think it's something for me, birthdays are for me probably the most reflective time or introspective time that I take compared to New Year's. I do take time for that, especially with like business or goals. But I think when it comes to overall how fulfilling my life has been, the lessons that I've learned the last year, I really think about that towards my birthday. So I wanted to take you along with some of the lessons that I've been learning from business, from life, in the last 365 days that I think are gonna be really applicable for you, especially if you're someone who is wanting to hear more of the ins and outs of what it is to be a business owner versus just about business. So the last 365 days, for those who might not know from my earlier origin story, I've been in business since about 2017, so a little bit over five years. I think going to be closer to six by the end of the year. And I might do a separate like a separate audio on this only on what kind of happens after you get past like year two or three, where the the newness of having a business, of learning all the new skills, of like really just soaking up being the sponge for the vision that you have, kind of dies down because you might have hit your goals already, like. For me, I know it's I when I hit all my income goals, um, it made the stereotypical bright-eyed, bushy-tailed energy kind of fall away. And for the longest time, I tried to re, like, create that in a way of what can give me that next, that feeling of eagerness again, that feeling of excitement. And the more that I've been doing the last year behind the scenes, is I've actually been recovering from burnout. I didn't realize that I had burned out until towards the, after I came back from my six-state road trip, which I had a whole episode on um, that I'll put down below. But it was something that I realized I lost all my motivation, all the energy that I had. Like, it really came out from under me, and it was a really interesting time because this happened probably a few days after my birthday last year, like, probably four days after. So the last year, from a human standpoint, I have been traversing the healing and recovering arena, and it's something that I haven't talked about a lot because as it goes on, I'm always learning new things, and I've had a you know, belief from the previous era that was online marketing where you only talk about lessons when you've fully completed them or fully healed from them. And the more I think about it, I don't know if you think that's true, at least when it comes to problems that you don't feel like are fully solved yet, because I think there's a beauty in giving you not maybe the middle, but like towards the later half, (laughs) Uh, towards the end of the solution, because it's important for you to see the middle. And actually, I think Mary, my client, who we did a two-part series with, is a beautiful example of an advocate for this because she really helps to bring people behind the scenes in her newsletters, in her era, and it's something I'm hoping more people do, and I am trying to do more of, but again, having to decondition myself from the rhetoric of the last few years. So, what I noticed from this last year was because I had to prioritize my healing, and it really came from after doing a whole year of independence of healing from a, a five-year relationship ending, healing from pivoting my business, from being solely done for you to add in, done with you, and adding more energetic and messaging elements. All of those things were basically my 2021 to half of 2022. I did so many trips. I put so many miles on my car. And it was just right after, a week after my birthday, that that's when all of this hit. It was like once I settled down again, my body just gave me everything from a week long of headaches, from all of the brain fog that came from it for like a month after, from uh, having a, what I thought was just a regular infection from like a, a nose infection, come to be a five month long, long issue that I'm still trying to heal from and figure out what's going on. But my heel having an issue, the skin issue, and it's just like, it's interesting to see looking back at almost how much I had to give my body or this season of life for granted, where I was like, you know, everything has to be going upwards. It always has to be growing the business. It always has to be um, being more visible, doing more things, the more this And that's part of why I talked about earlier, where when you become a more, like, mature business owner, i mature matured to to keep it in business a little bit longer than a couple years, you notice that that eagerness actually came from a little bit of dopamine addiction to always trying to get that hit off of the reward and satisfaction that comes from learning something new of hitting a challenging goal. And when you're burnt out or even when you're mature in business, you don't have as many of those opportunities unless you go bigger and bigger and bigger and challenge more and more and more of yourself, which I think there's a beauty in that, but I also think it's important to know what season of life you're in, because I still try to do that. I still try to um, subscribe to that rhetoric when I was literally in the midst of going between doctors and doctors of figuring out what's going on with me and acupuncture to try and help out with the long stuff. It was crazy (laughs) that no one talks about what it looks like on the backside of the season of slowness. And it's sometimes a slowness from the economy, slowness from you need to be slower in your business for your own body's sake, a slowness and just wanting more recurring income, like whatever is the motivation behind your slowness. Because if you're someone like me who was... Really, only praised for achievements, then the idea of slowing down and not having as many of those quick wins, the hits you get off of those goals, hitting of those, of the challenging pieces because you just can't right now, it really makes you have to look at yourself in a new light. Because with business owners, I think it actually is a really good t- test to see how much your people-pleaser status or your overachieving status that you learned in childhood, how are you gonna heal that? Or are you gonna allow it to continue being fed by your business model that you have right now? Because in reality, business is going to be the best mirror for all the things, all the beliefs. And I'm sorry, it's gonna be a really bad (laughs) car audio for the next minute. But I think it's important for you to realize that it is a mirror. I'm going to let this actually play out. Hold on. I need to get over this curve business is a mirror it's a mirror of not just your beliefs but also a mirror of the behaviors that you're continuing to let to be fed by the the system, the machine that is business online because as you probably heard that quote before that's like i um i left my nine to five to work my 24 7 and i think that's really really true for a lot of people who get into business at first because you have to put in the work obviously but more so it's hard to get yourself out of that like i think about it for those who are like football players or athletes who end up retiring or they have to like transition out because of their body. You just can't take that kind of training anymore. And the identity crisis you have because of it. And I feel like that happens so often for people like me who came from a space where achievement and progress are the only metrics that matter in every aspect of your life, of your business, of of your health, of your weight, of your money, whatever, and the more that I am talking to people, the more that I am also reflecting, is that that is not a true reflection of how the human life works. Yes, we're always growing in a sense, but not every year are going to have those milestone years. I mean, I think about it when you know you're in school, from K to 12th, or whenever you graduate from high school from you have a couple milestones you have like when you graduate kindergarten to uh, middle school to high school so there's like three years where you have those milestone times but the rest of the years you're just going along you're cruising you're figuring out new skills you're like doing things but the years kind of blend together because you don't really remember those slower day-to-days that led you to be able to then have that graduation milestone and I feel like there is a, a talk now that's happening, or rumbling that's happening behind the scenes, of this need to really understand what you're going into business for and you're continuing to go into business for. Because obviously, there is the money and impact there. But thankfully, there's a, a bigger conversation happening right now around the lifestyle thing, too. And not like the laptop lifestyle where you're going to try and go on your laptop on a beach. <laughs> like the, the 2018 photos of ads everywhere. But instead, it's like the life that you have now. What are some small steps to make it better? What are some small ways that can begin to actually elevate your life to continuously make it better, but not continue, always try and do those huge strides. I think it's important to have those strides. It's important to have goals, but this last year has taught me with the, like, relentless health pieces coming up for me, the burnout recovery as well, that the goals don't matter (laughs) if your health, if your life, it's not lined up to help support you to hit those bigger capacities. Like, there's no way that you're going to be able to hit the, the things you want to hit if you're behind the scenes crumbling from the mere idea of trying to go for that bigger goal. So I say this because the last 365 years, I think the biggest way I could sum it up, was my first, my first word was disappointment. But if I look back at it, it actually was... The, the word I would have is a gift or a lesson, and the reason why I say disappointment, like I mentioned before, this last year was not a a year that I felt like I had made those like quantum leaps for business for life because I the external metrics weren't really showing that it was like everything was doing good it was fine but it wasn't like the I. 3x my income in 30 days, or whatever that is, and for the longest time, I looked at this last year, as I was actually writing some poetry for how I wanted to describe the last 365 days, there was some anger there, there was some resentment towards past me, or this past year, because I have not truly allowed myself to understand that business or the way that I want to operate in business is not going to be the same as others and there's going to be seasons where I don't have the capacity to do quantum leaps and that's perfectly fine but there's a difference between understanding that it's perfectly fine and believing it and I feel like that's happening more often right now when it comes to this area because we are moving into a space that both the marketing of this of marketing your business is moving towards a value fit of like does your values how you show up in business align with me especially if you're a coach or a leader or selling something of that transformational quality but also are you fulfilled beyond your business that was also a huge lesson for me this year because of the healing pieces where I couldn't allow myself to drown myself in the 24 24, seven business life. The fulfillment piece, the creative fulfillment beyond my business was a conversation that kept coming up that I kept delaying because again, coming back to feeding that piece around the dopamine hits of that need for novelty and newness, which I'm realizing also does come a little bit from, um, the neurodivergence part of me, but it was to the point where I was like, if I'm not excited by everything I do, it means I'm out of alignment, or it means that I'm whatever, and I think also sometimes spiritual talk and manifestation talk, um, the aspirational talk too, can really affect your expectation for your everyday life, and through this year, it made me realize the need to bring back and to keep those type of creative fulfillment hobbies. Like, for example, I'm gonna be picking up origami for the first time, picking back a piano, creating um, an oracle deck for myself and poetry book, and these things that I've let fall by the wayside because once I get busy, I let it all go. I forget about it. I'm like, the priority in my brain still sees it as a second tier priority versus remembering that you need more to fill up your cup than just money and stats alone. At least I do. And the clients that I work with now have the same feeling because you can't have your entire life be just on business. And you hear this all the time. And I think that's why people, it makes sense from the relationship standpoint where they say, you know, the people who drop all their friends and their entire life for the guy, like you don't want to do that because in case something happens, in case you break up, you want to have, uh, you know, things to fall back on, support system and, like, that's hobbies, that kind of stuff. But the same is really true for business. But we don't talk about it that often. And I think it's important as we go into this. It's why I make sure, not just the process that I do with clients, to ask them how they want to feel with the work we do together. Like, what are the non-scale metrics that I can help you to facilitate and feel throughout our time together, so it's not just obviously fruitful in the money standpoint, but fulfilling for you creatively, and ask you and honor you in doing things beyond business. Like I love to have my clients tell me like the things they're doing behind the scenes that aren't correlated to business, because I I believe in you and growing the human that you are more than just your bank account alone. And that's something that I need to do a better job of marketing to because it's what I do for my clients. But I think it's important to realize the two biggest lessons I would say because as we go on through life, there'll probably be more lessons. Is really to look at your last 365 days. It doesn't have to be your birthday. <laughs> Maybe you want to wait for that too. That's fine. But the biggest things that I see happening right now, for me at least, is understanding the era you're in. And resolving any type of feelings you have towards it being wrong or being uh, resentful towards, because again, having that belief of every year has to be a milestone, a banger year is unsustainable, especially when you're healing from things, both physically and emotionally. and. I think it's important for us to understand that from a state of obviously when you're in healing, but also you want to live life, and it's why the second lesson I have around the creative fulfillment is so important because I have been there. I have been in a state where I've had the team of five, I had the office space that I rented out, I had the you know high five-figure months, and all those things. But I had let everything go. I had let my um, my like belief in health go. I was also upped all of my coping mechanisms that I used to have around uh, overeating, of uh, binge eating, of uh, all of these things, because I wasn't allowing myself the time and space to actually heal those things, while still keeping my business going and having my clients be happy and still making strides. But the thing is, you have to define that a stride is still as good as it is of a stride being one footstep in front of the other versus a leap. And I think it's really important for you, especially if you're someone who does come from the, the generations of only being an a achievement-based person or believing that it has to always be going up to begin to try to challenge that for yourself because do you always want to be feeling like your life your your progress your fulfillment is only going to come from achievement because what happens if you do decide to have a, a kid or you decide to for me it didn't happen to decide my body decided for me that i had health issues and i just as i'm healing The anger that came from the part of me that was created in childhood to believe if I am not constantly moving forward or like very fast, really, is the the biggest timeline, then I'm not, I'm not progressing. I'm falling behind. And I truly believe in business that and life. There is no falling behind because there is no set, there is no set timeline. But it's something that we have to start to decondition out of ourselves, because it also then affects how we hire, how we show up. Like there are times, there are times actually recently, I have said no to people that to, to bring on as clients, because I can feel the urgency soaked into every word they have, and it's different between the urgency of like, I really want to have this happen for me, I think it'd be amazing, I love this new vision I'm going for, versus this has to work, the desperation there that comes from it. And the desperation is understandable for some but it's not the way that i operate anymore it's why most of my containers now are longer because you need the space to marinate to up level and it's amazing to see my clients too who are not just getting the monetary results but are actually having their the way they communicate about their business and their life be 180 because when you allow space more amazing things can come in. But when you're always tunnel-visioning to one goal, you're not allowing the universe or whatever you decide to be it calls to conspire and make things even better in your favor. Every time that I've hit a goal, the way it came in was never how I expected. And once you start to allow that to be your truth, you can start to break down the belief of always having to Hold control over everything else in your life because that control, as you probably have heard in a lot of spiritual teachings, is an illusion, but it's one that we really hold on to, and if you want to keep holding on to what you believe is working. That's fine, but after being five years in business, the idea of always trying to control things and always having to be the one to hold everything like i really see it as that image of um the the man atlas holding the world in his hands who is like bended down on me from the weight of the world and that's what you want to continue doing by all means but the way i'm moving into 28 for this year is not really just balance but better intermingling <laughs> better understanding that things that I thought before had to be done were actually just my way of trying to control something that I can't see in front of and as I'm still finishing healing up the few pieces of my health that are coming out it's helping me see that healing especially the timeline is on your body it's never on you, you can't think yourself, I mean yes you can think good thoughts to help you to you know heal faster, but you can never guarantee that or know for sure June 1st is going to be the day that I heal everything and I'm going to be good. (laughs) It doesn't happen that way. And instead of trying to get angry about that or resentful about that or feel powerless because of that, what if there's a way to sink into the support that the universe can give us in that same way? And it's something that even me, that very hyper independent person is having to really understand the word surrender and make it not a word that I believe I can surrendering just for like a day or two. But really making your life an act of surrender, you can allow when the things to come in even better for you. Like the way I've gotten clients the last few months has been actually astonishing. (laughs) It has not been the way I thought they would come in. But they've all been fantastic clients. And it wouldn't have come if I was so focused on, for example, like for me, trying to make something like Instagram the platform work for me. Because right now it just doesn't really feel like it's giving me what I need it to have. And instead so of me continuing to hold on to that platform because I'm like I believe that it's people are gonna see me or people are going to forget about me. That's okay. Because I am building this business and life to be sustainable for the next 10, 20 years. And if I continue at the rate that I was at beforehand, I would have burnt out and bottomed out. Because there is no way to try and like outsmart your own capacity. So instead of always trying to outwork your actual limits, what if we begin to play more with it and see what you can do and see how little you can do in a way to have things work for you and build more of a life that has that creative fulfillment beyond just business because it's it's beautiful to love your business so much but it's also more beautiful to allow any nudges you've had also be nourished and looked at and acknowledged too. So that's the last 365 days that I feel like are the main things I want to talk about for the moment. I'm curious to see how the next year will go. I'm going to hold off on what I am wanting for the next year because I'm actually in still the process of really feeling what I want to be into that. But I guess the first word for me that I'll close out with for 28 is savor is like sit and savor the moments more and the presence more because as I'm talking about with this at the beginning of this episode for me savoring means savoring the moment like I am right now driving driving is something that I used to be actually I don't think I ever I I've always loved driving to be honest I, I just don't like traffic <laughs> um but I noticed that I want to savor the everyday more. Savor the moments. Because again, going back to that part of the achievement, it's very easy for us to allow life to feel so linear, so taskless oriented. But where I get my best ideas are when I'm not in a task. I'm just being. And because of the healing part too, I just... I know for the next year i want to savor also when things come in even better than i hadn't planned so i can create more space for that too so i think the first word for me is savor and the other words will come in as they come in but i'm hoping this just gave you some food for thought as you reflect for yourself i just hope if nothing else that you give yourself the grace to reflect on what you actually want the next few years of your business to be and if the way that's currently set up now is really going to support that. Because that's the biggest thing I could give you. So, I'll talk to you next episode. I love you all. And see you then.